Welcome to Live the Fuel. Welcome to Live Welcome the Fuel. To Live the Fuel. Focusing on health, business, and lifestyle. And now your host, Scott Mulvaney. All right, good day and good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another Live the Fuel show. So today, I am picking up where we left off in Las Vegas. When you guys hear this episode and you hear the word Las Vegas, it means something totally different these days because I'm literally recording this Thursday, October 5th. I just spent this past weekend in Las Vegas for a powerful event called Thrive Make Money Matter. And unfortunately, the high and the positivity of what we created all weekend long ended on a very, we'll just call it an opportunity event that's been all over the news, the the, the mass shootings of Las Vegas. Uh, the gentleman that I'm bringing on today, uh, he and I met at this powerful event, okay, at Thrive Make Money Matter. And this gentleman's more than just a self-fulfillment coach, and I don't want to waste any more time because he and I have already been rocking out on the YouTube video feed for probably a good 10 minutes because we're just geeking out and catching up, and I don't want to lose any more of that power, that energy in this time, so I want to introduce this gentleman to you. So he's a self-fulfillment coach, speaker, writer, lifestyle entrepreneur, which is why he and I connected. Um, He helps people find and do the work they were born to do. And we've talked a lot about this on the show. A lot of us trying to figure out what we're born to do. And it takes time, guys. So, um, But he finds that for them and works with them for that because that way they can live an authentic and fulfilling and purpose-driven life. And um, so he's dubbed actually a, a black belt life optimizer. And I did study martial arts. So we're going to geek out on that too, but I never actually reached a black belt. Uh, but by his alma mater, the University of South Carolina. So apparently this guy's a little black belt optimization. I love it. You know, Stefano started out in a personal development space, building a blog from scratch to nearly 1 million total page views. His work has reached hundreds of thousands of people from all over the world. And he has personally coached dozens of people from all over the world as well. So he's been featured in and contributed to a number of publications, websites, podcasts, magazines, including Business Insider, Lifehacker, USC uh, Viterbi Magazine, Asian Efficiency, College into Greek. I'm going to keep going here, but let's, let's just bring this dude on the show. Welcome to the show, Stefano Gandini, sir. Thank you so much for that amazing introduction. And well, I'm you got a lot going on, brother. <laughs> Excited to be here. Very excited to be here. I do have a lot going on. Uh, we were just talking right before we kind of, you know, we started the the official podcast intro. I'm at a very interesting point in my life right now, um, and I'm yeah, I'm excited to share kind of what's going on, what I've learned along my journey so far, and you know, talk about whatever you know, wherever you want to go with this. So yeah, I'm gonna bring it. I'm gonna bring your vocals up a little bit because I already know that people have told me that my my vocals sometimes overpower them. So okay. for for our audio, I just want to make sure I just realize I'm actually little jacked up more than you. Okay. Well, I mean, I can, I can, you're, jack you're, up my, I, I can just jack up my audio too. <laughs> yeah. Oh, hold on. I just said the dial it in. So no, stay, stay normal. Stay happy. Cause I got a soundboard here. I paid money for it. Okay. Let me, let me, let me do that. I want you to feel as fired up as you want to be, but I want to make sure we both sound good as well. So I'm trying to be a professional for you as my guest co-host to our live the fuel audience. So, so yes. yeah, man, like you're, you're talking to my listeners and our followers right now. You are one of our latest and newest co-hosts. We talk a ton about fueling their health, their business, their lifestyle, which is why you and I connected up. And you already hinted that you've been on a few other podcasts. This is not your first rodeo. Um, to our listeners, guys, you can actually check him out at StefanoGandini.com. So that's Stefano with an F, single F, 
And then Gandini with a double D, single N-I. So Stefano Gandini. If you can't figure that out, we always have epic show notes. So just go to lithafield.com and you'll have it all clicked and linked and spelled out for you guys there. So, uh, And we'll do some screen sharing for our YouTube feed later in the show just to kind of get people immersed into your world. But bro... I'm going to start off with this. I don't do Q&A episodes. We just have a conversational format, like I told you, in Vegas. But, uh, dude, why do you think you and I connected? And, I don't know, got to this point already, literally less than a week. (laughs) Why do I think you and I connected? That's a good question. Um, Yeah. First thing that pops in my mind is I really believe that there's no such thing as coincidences. I really believe that every single person you meet, conversation you have, experience you have, all happens for a reason and for your best and highest good. So um, I, I can't say, you know, what the you know long-term result of this is going to be. I don't know. Maybe we're going to work together more in the future. I mean, this is obviously like really our first time ever truly you know we talked a little bit at thrive you know it was a pretty brief conversation yeah there was there was hundreds i literally can actually say that to our listeners guys there's literally a thousand people in the audience so we yeah. both can actually state this as a fact there was hundreds of interactions yeah that weekend over just two or three days yeah and it was just one of those moments right where like um when i saw you it, it crossed my mind. I had seen you before in the Facebook Thrive group because we're both in the group because I did go last year. You did go last year as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and But we didn't connect last year. We didn't. No. And I, I never, yeah, I hadn't met Completely you. different state, Perfect. completely different city. Refresh for oh. our audience. We were literally last year in San Diego, California. And then now this year we returned to Vegas, which is really the first year of Thrive. I missed the first year. Did you make it first year? No, I didn't. Yeah, so you and I are like me, man. We're we're only a two year thriving a part of the Thrive Tribe. So, yep. um, but yeah, yeah, I did, especially over the past couple of months after having literally, I don't actually get to see on the video, literally having, and I need to update this. All these people from Thrive 2016. Oh, there we go, on the camera angle. All these people were, have been on the show that I met just from Thrive 2016. Okay. So That's I've been so- really honoring the Thrive Tribe and giving back. That's awesome, man. And uh, I'm gonna, I gotta figure out, I gotta get a graphics dude. I'm gonna probably take every single episode image that I've had custom made for every episode. I'm gonna have it all built into a collage and have like a, a Thrive 2016 like alumni for That'd Live the Fuel. Dope. And then like, hey, are you on Thrive 2017? That'd be dope. That'd be yeah. sick, right? Cause then like Cole even said, he's like, dude, you've had that many people on? Cause I didn't have, I didn't air him until like three weeks ago. Yeah. And he's like, how come I haven't been on sooner? And he yeah. said, He's like, it's not like I'm anybody special. I'm like, dude, I've been trying to track you down since last year, bro. I was like, I've been too busy bringing on all your all your followers and your attendees. He's yeah. like, I don't understand why that's such a big deal. I'm like, I'm just saying, I tried. So it's like, yeah. it's about time yeah. to get on board. <laughs> He's a busy man, for sure. That's yeah. awesome, though. That's really, really cool. It is cool. But anyway, you were saying. Um. Yeah, so I mean, I think everything happens for a reason. I don't think it's a coincidence. And you know, like again, as I was, I was where I left off. I saw you, and it crossed my mind. I was like, I think that's that guy. But I was with my girlfriend at the time. Yep. And I was like, Hey, babe, I need to go talk to that guy. And she was like, super cool and understanding. She's like, Okay, like go do your thing. And and, and the speaker was just starting at that time. She's she's like, I'm gonna go sit down. I was like, Okay, I'm gonna go talk to this guy. I need to do this. So actually like great, people. great teamwork because then she can fill in where you let, where you might've missed from the speaker too. Right. So that's True. actually, yeah. that's actually smart, uh, tag yeah. teamwork. <laughs> but it was, it was one of those moments I think that like, um, is very like, 
can seem insignificant, but like, I think in the grand picture of things, it's like getting more and more like in tune and like in touch with like those, those moments, like those split second moments where it's like, I want to go to approach that guy and just do it. Right. Mm -hmm. And so it's just something I talk about a lot with my clients is like, just learning to take action on those, those like little inspirations, those little like hunches. Um, and this is something that I'm just getting a lot better at myself. Uh, is like really just listening to my intuition and just following like in the moment what like what feels right and just acting on it without hesitation. It's like one of those classic statements of trusting your gut. Um, yes. I mean, being that we talk a lot about health on this show, like I actually have science now to back this up, like all these health and these biologists and PhDs that are on the show, neurosurgeon, they talk all about, and I'm not going to dive off on the geek side of this, but like the whole, your gut biome and how people right. actually don't realize that there is so much health and the reaction of your health tied to the healthy realm of the bacteria within your gut. So even if we, we say it casually, like, hey, trust your gut, but at the scientific level within the human body, your, yeah. your gut itself is a power plant of health. Yeah. And if you don't treat your body like a temple and you don't put the right fuel in it, you could literally be spinning your life out of control because you're bastardizing that that your healthy bacteria and that gut biome that's within your body. Again, yeah. whole different episode right now. So, uh, <laughs> no, but I, I just want to feed off of that because we just throw around that term like, oh man, trust your gut. But what's what you're talking about right now? It's like, dude, we could actually literally trust our gut sometimes and maybe listen a little bit more to our guts emotionally, physically, or just mentally even though we're talking yeah. about brain versus gut. <laughs> no, I love, I love this. I think this is why we connect because you're like super sciencey and like techie. And like, again, we talked about this a little bit before. I have that piece in me too, even though I'm kind of now moving more into sort of like this feeling intuitive, like kind of spiritual nature. Mm -hmm. uh, but like I'm reading a book right now called Happy Pocket Full of Money. I don't know if you've heard of it. It's no. amazing. My mentor, my, my, I just actually had my last call with her yesterday. But basically, my my latest mentor, spiritual business coach, she recommended this book to me, and it's blowing my mind because what, the whole. What's her site? What's her brand? Her name is Nicole Sylvester. Um, hmm. I think her site is like liberate.com or something. I don't know. She has a big presence on Facebook. That's like her main platform. Okay. Um, but anyway, this book, the first chapter, is all about quantum physics and how, like, literally. It, it connects the dots between like all of these kind of near spiritual laws and like things like law of attraction, the law of vibration, all that stuff, right? It's like, we hear that and it like sounds good, but it's like part of me is kind of like, well, like how true is that really? Even though like all the most successful people in the world always talk about it. Mm -hmm. But this book, the first chapter, it like literally talks about how like the science proves that this stuff is, is real. And it's kind of similar to like what you were just talking about with like the whole gut health thing. It's like, there is science behind that. And it's like the greatest, you know, leaders and CEOs in the world, they always talk about trusting their gut and making decisions on like their gut instinct. Well, I mean, if you, if again, not being a scientist, but you and I both being engineering background types of people, it's like, listen guys, like it doesn't need to go crazy scientific. Just think about it. It's like, okay, well, so many things happen in your gut. There's hormonal affections, chemical reactions, um, different acids released, yada, yada, yada. So if, if for some reason you're thinking about something, and it's, it's triggering, you know, a chemical response or a hormonal response in the body that must be triggering something significant enough to create a physical change within your body. 
And if you are that, if you're, if you're that in touch with your body and you can think about it, realize it, feel it, and then realize it, you're actually ahead of most people because so many people have become so unhealthy and so numb that they, they can't feel, recognize, and know what that's going on. So it's like, what you and I are talking about right now is because we have taken the time to focus on our health, focus on our mental states, our health, our business, our lifestyle. Again, that's why I created this show, um, because it's all intertwined. And if you're stressed out because your business is in the shitter and you're stuck in depression, because, dude, ladies and gentlemen, you got yourself there, okay? I'm not saying you're going to get out of there overnight, but the stuff that we bring, we talk about on this show every single time I air an episode and I bring on new co-hosts like yourself, is like, guys, like, because we're all at different places on the timeline, you and I just happen to have figured this out in the past couple of years or a few years ago or whatever may be the timeline for us. But it's like, guys, like we've all been where they're at. We've all yeah. started where they're at. We just we can listen to our guts a little bit more, I like to say, specialized and dialed in than where we used to be. I mean, come on, let's be real. Like, Where was your gut to compare to this weekend to compare where your gut thought process was a year ago, two years ago, yeah. three years ago? I'm sure you could speak to that. Yeah. I mean, actually, that's a really uh, great um, sort of segue into a little bit of my story is, again, background in engineering, graduated from USC, which is actually the University of Southern California, not South Carolina. That's the other <laughs> good clarifier. Good clarifier. But, but I graduated from USC 2015 and then was working in, in uh, tech consulting, had this job lined up before I even graduated. But at the same time, I had been building this blog um, on the side for a couple years. I started when I was still in school. And that's, you know, that's the blog that essentially led me on this path um, that I'm on today. And when I quit my job, that was like the first decision in my life that I made more on like a gut instinct. Obviously it didn't, it didn't just, it's not like the idea just popped in my head. I did it on the spot. I obviously thought about it a lot and things, but it was more of like an intuitive feeling like this is what I have to do, even though like logically, rationally, it was like, you know, everyone in my parents, my family, my friends are like, what are you doing? It's like a great job. Why would you do that? It's like, those are the moments that change your life when you can act on that and, and sometimes go against what like seems rational and logical. Okay. I like that. Now, again, on that exact point you just made, were you able to think at that level a few years ago? Well, no. Yeah. At the time I didn't really realize this. Now right. it's like, exactly. I it's like, so I, I'm just trying to connect it for our listeners because I'm always, I, this has become a new, now that it's been over a year since I launched the show, I, I, this has been my new thing over the past probably a couple, basically a month or so. I've been really trying to focus on this statement of the timeline. And I really want to connect to our listeners because the target audience of this, of this, of this listener base is the Gen Xers like myself, because I turned 40 last Thursday, and the Millennials. Right, which yeah. I think you're probably tapped into. You, you're, yeah. you're like right there with me. Yeah. And I'm at a different place on a timeline than I was a year ago, five years ago, 10 years ago. You are in a different place than you are one year ago, five. It doesn't matter what generation you're a part of. Part of that, part of why I'm so passionate about self-development and professional development is that it's never ending, okay? Yeah. That's the beauty of it. We can keep going. We can keep attacking new realms, new experiences, new exposures, new mental freaking explosions like holy shit I didn't think about that one before right like you go to an event like thrive make money matter and you walk out like freaking high as a kite and then everybody's like i talk about this too by the way quick lesson um be careful of coming down after an event like thrive make money matter because like a week 
two weeks and then a month, month, and three months later, it's like you've lost some of that high. And I tell people all the time, like it's all about revisiting your notes. Like literally as I'm standing here, this is, hold on, for the video feed. There's this year's Thrive. I mean, obviously with my sticker on it. And then, because Thinkific was there this year, but they sponsored last year. This is last year's Thrive Notebook. You know, I kept notes in here because 10X, Grant Cardone. So like I have my notebook sitting right here, okay? So you don't know. When you start coming down off the high, go back and revisit it, man. Like get a little taste of it, okay? You don't have to do chemical drugs to get the taste, get the high. Just go back and read your notes, so. Yeah, yeah, it's all about repetition and reinforcement. I mean, that's everything. And and yeah, the whole thing with, personal growth like I'm obsessed with it because exactly what you're saying it's like there's always more to learn more to grow deeper you know within yourself to to experience and to learn and and um yeah I just like I, I love this stuff and I eat this stuff up and I can talk about this stuff every day all day like for the rest of my life and that's what I plan on doing well on a hold on man like whoa, wait a minute I mean, people talk about obsession right that could be considered a a negative or a downfall like Wait a minute. It's okay to be obsessed about self-development. I mean, I don't know, bro. What what are we talking about here? Are are we going down a downward spiral when people refer to the word obsession? I mean, you just showed that sticker, right? What was it? Ten X obsessed. Grant Cardone and talks about be obsessed or be average. Yeah, I actually have the book, which actually I never read. Grant Cardone is one of those people who, I mean, obviously amazing, successful guy, and I have a lot that I can learn from him. But boom, um, yeah, there you go. Um, Library. I have, I have the digital. I've listened to the digital three times. Nice. Nice. Um, yeah. I mean, I think this is, I think what actually, I just wrote an article for uh, a new publication that I just was accepted as a contributing writer for. It's called be somebody really awesome company. They reach like over 10 million people a week through their content. Wow. Um, and they're all about helping people live their passion. So I wrote this article called, five or five reasons why you haven't found your passion yet and in one of them i think it was the last reason i said it's because you're scared and it's because you're scared of people thinking you're weird people thinking you're obsessed people thinking you're crazy and it's just like if you really want to in my opinion be truly fulfilled make the biggest impact you can make live up to your fullest potential it's like you have to follow those here's the thing because in the beginning nothing ever starts out as like an obsession right it's just an interest or a curiosity mm, and this is what point. the whole different spot yeah. in the timeline different spot in the timeline yes. literally while you're exactly. saying this i'm, I'm I, exactly. keep, keep going i'm going to share your screen and share your website right now keep going okay so it's just like this is i think where so many people get stuck on this whole passion topic um is that they think that like you're just going to wake up passionate about something one day and it's that's not how it works it's like instead what i tell people is like just follow your interests, follow your curiosities, right? Trust that there's a reason why you're feeling called to do something, to try something, to start that business, whatever it is. I believe that, you know, again, everything happens for a reason. I think that every inspiration, every, you know, hunch, whatever. Is Spe- giving- speaking of curiosity, like while you're explaining this, you know what I'm doing right now? Tell, tell the listeners what I'm doing. I'm, I'm, on, uh, I'm unboxing something. Unboxing something that's in uh, bubble wrap. Yes, hold on. Let's see what you got there. Well, it's, do you know what this is? Uh, do you know what that right. is? You ever hear of these guys? I can't see because the screen got tiny now that you, you Oh, shared. yeah, hold on. Let me stop sharing yeah. to our listeners and for the YouTube feed. Um, who's a big name in the stainless steel double-walled uh, mug club? 
yen. Is that what it says? Yeah, wait for it. Oh, yeti. Yeti. There you you go. heard of Yeti? I've heard of it. Yeah. 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 So I. So like we're all adrenaline junkies. Boom. Live the fuel. Nice. That's nice. So like all that. my buddies got these high-end Yeti coffee mugs, the Yeti coolers. Like these coolers are like four or five hundred dollars for a freaking cooler to take to the beach. I'm like, what the hell? Like it's built for the ultimate survival guy. But anyway, I'm poking around their site because I'm a marketing guy. Real quick, just on your point of like trying something outside the ordinary. Yeah. I find out because I, I mean I've already had my own, which I already had my own you know sticker design, which I took to Thrive you know for the first time. That's what I had on the notebook here, right? Thrive make money matter. So I'm, I'm a marketing guy. I'm a branding guy. I've been a yeah. sticker junkie for years. So getting this printed. Was just like, oh, makes me so happy. And then, happy literally, <laughs> I picked that up, and then I'm like, I'm on the Yeti, and uh, on the Yeti uh, thing, and I'm like, oh my god, I can get my logo printed on your shit? Are you kidding me? And my fiance is like, why would you do that? I'm like, I'm a marketing guy, and my brand <laughs> belongs on everything. <laughs> why wouldn't I? <laughs> now, unfortunately, the only print in black, as I've shown here, but anyway, I literally this just arrived. Like the FedEx guy pulled up right before I got on the show with you. So that's why I was like, you know what? I'm going to save this puppy and like unleash it with you. But this is the point. Like I didn't know what was going to happen. This is a $40 freaking mug. Actually, this is their travel model. Cause they got a handle like this. Um, but I was like, you know what? It could end up looking pretty badass. And actually it does look pretty badass. I'm pretty proud of this. So, but I just finished like answering my own need, right? I don't know what's going to happen. It could be awesome. It might not be. If it does turn out awesome, what happened from this? Okay, well, I just learned that they, they do still make an amazing product. Their branding department, trying to make some personalized scenarios. I have something, a new option now for my high-end clients who want to create a quality gift. We learned at Thrive this weekend, right? Like if you're going to do marketing and then you're going to give back to your clients or potential potential clients, like don't just like send somebody a bottle of liquor, right? Like create something that is unique, and yeah. and is yeah. going to impress somebody that you you thought about them, right? Yeah. So, yeah. And, and I'll close this point out because I want you to get back on point, but did you see the gifts that uh, Sonia and PJ did for some of the speakers? I didn't know. Would I you like, would you like, would you like to? I, saw some, I think last year I saw some on like Snapchat or something. Hold on. See, see this? Yeah, I think they did that last year too. It's just like it's an engraved bottle, right? Is yeah, it well, is? it's embossed, but anyway, it's a fully blown, high end, custom champagne yeah, bottle that has Thrive Make Money Matter printed on the glass. And then PJ Dixon, our boy PJ, because I was hanging with PJ, and then Marta, the mother, comes up to me and she's like, Scott, <laughs> I get this once in a while. Like, I'm not that big of a dude, but she's like, Scott, she's like, we can't move the box behind the stage that has PJ's shoes in it. And did you get a chance to hang with PJ, the guy I in the wheelchair? It. So PJ's awesome. Uh, so he's been on the show and he and I've been texting each other today because I'm going to help him with some of his marketing. And, um, anyway, they had custom made shoes for him that said thrive, make money matter on the toes. Like, because you remember last year we raised all that money for his pencils of promise campaign. And anyway, so I went, she's like, listen, the box with his shoes that he was wearing when he got in Vegas are in there, his original shoes before we gave him these new ones because they don't make shoes that small. So they had to custom order these from the manufacturer to get them done for him and get them printed. But then in the yeah. box was all these bottles of custom bottles of champagne for all the speakers that didn't get them yet. So it was kind of heavy, but I was like, no, nah, I got that. I went back and you know, picked it up from Marta and brought it out front to Sonia. And, and she's like, you got to go give this to PJ. So I was like, cool. So anyway, just 
just fun backstory that you know, I, I hung out that late at the event. Like Lily Sonia's like took her makeup off. She's in t-shirts. Like she's just all like kind of down and down and dirty gets to like, clean up the event. So people don't always yeah. hang out that long and see the behind the scenes stuff. Mm, yeah, that's true. But the point is like, I don't know how stuff's going to happen. Right. Like I take risks. People that are close to me don't know what I'm doing, but I'm doing stuff outside the box. Cause the next time I'm hanging out at a coffee shop and I got this hanging out with me, like people are like, Oh dude, that's pretty cool. What is that? You know? Right. I, I literally met with my charity that I'm raising money for right now because I'm raising money for cystic fibrosis like we did for Claire's foundation at the event this weekend. And the girl in the office, I surprised them and swung by the office today. I've never been to their office. And she's just like, hey, Scott. She's like, I, I saw you at the last like onboarding event for because for the, we have a whole bunch of honorees all competing to raise who can raise the most money in our area here. I was like, yeah. yeah. She's like, I just saw you the other day. And I'm like, where'd you see me? She's like, on the highway. And I said, well, how'd you see me? And she's like, well, you got that cool roof rack and the air deflectors got your sign on it. It says livethefuel.com. And I'm like, oh, so you know right. you know who I am. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. But again, my, my friends, they make fun of that. They're like, why do you have your brand on your air deflector on your roof rack? I'm like, my brand is being an adrenaline junkie and an outdoorsy nut. My brand is live the fuel. My brand, my podcast, everything's live the fuel. Why wouldn't I want to show that off? That's yeah. op- that's open real estate that's been sitting up there with like other people's stickers on it. Cause like, you know, you ever see like a skateboard guy or a snowboard guy or a skier guy, people slap stickers on that air deflector on the roof racks all the time. I'm like, why not get my own vinyl done and rock my yeah. brand? Yeah, dude. And I think what I love about that, something that I, I noticed in thrive last year and then it just kind of reinforced it again for myself this year is that what all successful people and this is related to what we're talking about with obsession is like all successful people they just really own who they are it's like they are obsessed with whatever they do and they own it philip mccurnan he said it's it's two pieces one you have to know who you are so that's the self-awareness piece that a lot of people honestly are missing. Like they just don't know who they are. They haven't done the work to really get in tune with themselves. And then secondly, have the courage to own it. And so you do that, right? You're like, you love the stickers, you love your brand, you love what you do and you just own it and you yeah. share it. And that's for the best, you know, and highest good of everyone around you, right? You enjoy it. You love it. And people get to know about it. Dude, Grant, you- Grant last year gives all of us one of his books, right? Be obsessed or be average. Then, He's out there just pa- his people are passing out freaking stickers. 10x, be you know, be obsessed, reavid. What did I do? Slapped it on the Think Ethic book, right? So it's right there's a sticker. We shared it earlier. Like, be obsessed or be average. That's his brand, right? So now I've got the book, I got the sticker. So I'm like, oh man. Like I never physically read the book. But then finally I'm like, I see the sticker on my notebook. I see the book on my bookshelf. So finally I went and bought the audiobook. So he gave me the physical book for free. And then I still sent him money and bought the audiobook on Audible because that's how yeah. I consume books right now. If somebody wants me to read their book, you better have an audiobook, dude, because I travel too much. And that's how I crush. I crush podcasts and I crush audiobooks. And that's just how I roll. But to your point, great confirmation, bro. We, who better to be your own best advocate than yourself, right? You know your brand. Nobody can represent your brand better than you. So if you don't believe in who you are, and what you're bringing forth to the world, then great. Hide that sticker. Don't get a mug custom printed. Like, if you don't, if you want to keep that on the down low, and then you complain a year from now because nobody knows who the fuck you are. Well, maybe you want to pull your head out of your ass and realize that you are your own marketing team. People say, "Oh, I don't have the money to pay for advertising and marketing." Yeah. Uh, 
if you travel as much as I do, I'm going to rock that stuff until I do have the funding to pay for the additional marketing and level up and then build my tribe, right? And then build the 10X community like he's done, the be obsessed or the B-O-B-A, right? Be obsessed or be average or the Stefano Gratley. Dude, we have our the capability to build whatever we want. But yeah. like you, to your point earlier, man, you got to take the risk. You got to step outside the box, man. You got to figure this shit out. You got to be your own best brand represent, representative before somebody else is going to jump on and join your tribe. Yeah, that's so true. And I got pretty fired wow. up. You really hit on a on a sore note for me. Yeah, I love it. I love it. I triggered you there. That was good. Um, I think, yeah, this is key, and this is this is really again. I told you I'm going to be completely like honest and authentic. Like I'm not going to try to pretend that I'm someone that I'm not. You know, I'm, I've had success with my business this year, and the fact that I'm doing it full time, I'm you know able to work wherever I want. I'm changing people's lives, and I'm getting paid to do it, and it's wait, awesome. Wait. Let's but, pause on that real quick. Let's be real to our audience. Okay, because sometimes people think about this, and this is not an insult to you. This is actually to promote you, all right? How long did it take you to get independent? Um, you know, self-sustained off of your coaching income. Self-sustaining. So I'll yeah. say, so I got my first client, paying client, about, I would say about six months after I quit my job. Okay. But I already had a platform, right? I've been building this. You've been building it in your yeah, part-time hustle, right? Yeah, part-time, part-time hustle. hustle. So, I mean, I get you don't have to give me exact numbers. Give me a rough number. Like, okay, part-time hustle. How long do you think the part-time hustle have been building? Part-time hustle was like a three-year thing. Okay, boom. All right, and then yeah. first big client, when was first that? First big client was... Let's be real. Let's be transparent, man. Like, even if it was six yeah. months ago, I don't give a shit. Let's be real. My first big client was probably the beginning of this year. Awesome. So, yeah. and that's, that's actually a while ago. That's a while ago, dude. Yeah. So but first big client then now, was that enough to trigger you to go say, you know what, I'm going to grab this bull by the horns and rip the lid off and yeah. go for it. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. All right. Um, so Since yeah, then, have you acquired good. new clients? Yeah, no. So I've coached dozens of people from all over the world. Like literally I had a client in Germany, I had a client in Canada. Like it was awesome. Boom. Kind of, kind of avoiding, like, don't really, it was tough because of the time differences. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's awesome that, you know, we live in an age where like all we need is, is right. Zoom or Skype or whatever. And, uh, we can do that. So, um, where was I well, losing my train of thought? What well, I was going to I'll, say, I'll close out on that, which is let's, let's just be also real. Like, again, I just said, Hey man, I turned four Oh last week. That does not make me more wise than you. You and I just have different life experiences. I've not been published in as many platforms as you have. But dude, how old are you? How old am I? Yeah. 24. Turning 25 in April. 24 listeners. All right. Turning 25. All right. He's hustling it. People, and I'm one of these people. Back when I was 26, 27, went through like my first like real breakup or whatever. And like my head was still so far up my ass. I hadn't really defined who I was yet. So I literally, I bought two different books called The Quarter Life Freaking Crisis. Quarter Life Crisis, right? I'm 25, I'm sorry, 26, 27. I'm having a quarter life crisis. Are you freaking kidding me right now? But now I'm being real though, because I want people to know that I've stressed myself out. I have struggled. I didn't have my head dialed in like you did at 24, bro. So props to you, man. I have no problem singing your praise right now. Like that's Freaking awesome. I appreciate it. But it, really it, appreciate it reinforces the timeline thing, man. It doesn't yeah. matter how old you are. You're rocking yeah. it at 24, 25. I'm figuring this shit out in my late 30s going into my 40s. Yeah. doesn't make you any cooler than me. I just think it's awesome that you figured this crap out early enough on, man. And honestly, I mean, yeah, it's just, I think it's, it's. I use this word kind of hesitantly, but it's, it's kind of easier for people of my age, right? Because like we're, we're, I feel like we are sort of in this, um, 
age where there is sort of like this raise in consciousness where we're realizing like you don't have to do things a certain way anymore and so i think it's like you know uh for millennials like this and that's like my main audience or has been so far although that kind of shifting um with with what's going on right now but like it is just like we are i think realizing like we don't have to do things the way like our parents did it and so i think it's like it you know, for me, it's like when I see older like entrepreneurs, I feel like it must have been harder like for them to to like kind of break out of these patterns. I don't know what your your you know family background life is like things like that, but at least like for me, like I'm a first gen, and like it's like you know it's just there's a lot of patterns that need to be broken, you know, and it's just really, I think we might have talked about this a little bit when we were talking on Thrive. It's like a lot of unlearning things. Oh God, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean. To remind you, I don't know if I actually told you the full, I mean, there's a huge backstory on me, but I mean, just to give you an example, like I grew up on a farm. So work hard from a young age. Yeah. That's why I ended up going to that boat tech school. Cause I didn't think I was supposed to go to college. I was focusing on trades and skill sets. And then my friends that I was, I was changing my circle of influence and I was working at a local grocery store when I was 16, 17, and I'm experiencing new friends from other schools. And they're like, oh man, we're, oh, what are you doing? Like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm in a, in a year or two, man. I'm going to Penn State, being a mechanical engineer. And I'm like, Penn State, man, what's Penn State? I mean, dude, Penn State's yeah. a big deal out here. Um, yeah. It's like, oh my god, like that become like the freaking unicorn to me. Yeah. And so then all of a sudden, my mindset starts shifting, and I'm like, well, what if? Like, why, why couldn't I go to college? Why couldn't I be a mechanical engineer? And yeah. granted, I didn't really, I didn't really lay the groundwork, but that was the breaking point man it's like yeah. there it is there's a shift in mindset yeah. like nobody in my family has a college degree i'm the first and the only one in the lineage of my family that is college educated awesome see like those are the things that i think are like so powerful that um that's that's like the stuff that i don't know kind of goes like unnoticed right like i think there's all these challenges with like becoming an entrepreneur sure. it's like we don't it's like those are the challenges we have to overcome is like yeah all these old limiting ways of thinking and believing and acting it's like you gotta break out of that right you were the first one to go to college like me and my siblings were the first let's be real man Uh, at 40 years of age i still got 50 grand in freaking school debt because i did it as an adult student like i originally went to school and then dropped out to like you know build a career and then realize oh crap i still need in the normal jobby job world they like to see the degree at the checkbox. But now let's be yeah. real, like you and I being entrepreneurs, it's like now yeah. I'm like, son of a bitch. I was like, freaking A, man. Yeah. Like I didn't really need yeah. that. I mean, now I did. Oh, let's be real, let's be real. Yeah, I I won't it. rip on it. It de- it was yeah. definitely a huge fulfillment, you know, having that degree. I, I, I needed to finish that degree before I went and did my firefighting adventure for those two years. Like I needed that. It was, it was, it was in, in my natural, like step-by-step process. It made sense to me and I, I don't regret yeah. it. I don't regret it. But now I'm like, I dude, college did not prepare me for being an independent entrepreneur and trying to figure this shit out. Like I'm still figuring it out one day at a time, man. Yeah. We all are. And I think, again, you know, my thing is I go back to it too. And it's like, yeah, I could look back at it and be like, Oh, that was a waste. But no, I had to go through all that in order to figure it out. Right. And college does teach us a lot. It does teach you to be consistent. It helps you improve your, 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 your study patterns because it kind of forces you to have to like figure out how to properly study. Like I learned as an adult student, how to hack the study thing. When I was younger, I studied like shit. And then as an adult student, my brain had changed because I had been in the professional world already. 
So for yeah. me, my study habits were go to the classes, sit there and absorb, take notes. And then right before a test, instead of studying, I just rewrote my notes. And because there's a psychological trigger, because I studied psychology as well as, as an adult student for marketing, I ended up realizing that, oh, dude, there is a technique that when you rewrite notes, there's a blatant memorization technique from the hand to the brain. So when you type notes, there's not a connection. When you handwrite notes, there's actually proven studies on this. So I, I studied that, hacked that, added that into my repertoire. And then all I did was right before a test, I would just rewrite my notes. Go yeah. in and crush out a test. My GPA was better as an adult student than it was when I was an undergrad. <laughs> You're in a different place. I mean, that's really like it makes it makes sense. And yeah, the power of writing is like so like I'm I'm a huge proponent of just I was actually just on my uh, a group coaching call. I just launched my first group coaching program. So for the last Ooh, year, there's a, there's a shift this month. I just launched my first group program and we had a group call today and I was telling one of my clients about this. Like he he's been saying he's been wanting to do something, but he's like, you know, it's a classic case of like, you're saying you want to do it, but you're not doing it. And I was like, have you even written this down? Like that's the first step. If you want to take action on something, you have to write it down. And so I, yeah, I'm all about the, the power of, of writing things down. Nice, man. Well, again, I, I wouldn't have found it until I was struggling, right? Like, I think some of the best discoveries is, and, and this goes back to your, because we've, we've, we've bounced around a little bit, but you made a very valuable point is that we need to struggle. I'm translating from what you said earlier, but we need to struggle. We need to make these mistakes. Too many people, to your point earlier, are afraid. They're, they're stuck in a fear. And it's like, this is what we're talking about, guys. It's like, get out of the fear and start embracing that that fear zone, man. Like I, I hate to use the term "man up," but let's go with "woman up," right? Like "woman up," pardon the term, "chick up," "man up," "dude up." I don't care how the hell you want to call it, yeah. but as soon as you get over that freaking hump, that wall. Hey, I'm a Spartan racer, so great climbing over the wall. Whatever you want to do, as soon as you get over that, then you realize, oh, I did that. What else can I do? Yes, that's and huge. the fireworks are freaking going off in your brain. It's awesome. Yeah. Can I share something actually that like I always fall back? There's on no, there's no questions, bro. There's no, 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 dude. I you're a co, you're a co-host, my friend. This is so your, this, this is your show too. <laughs> from one of my my favorite books, I've given this book out to so many people. It's called The War of Art, Ooh. and by Stephen Pressfield. And in this book, the author says, paraphrasing, the more scared you are of doing something, the more certain you can be that you have to do it. And so I always go back to that. Um, obviously like there's, there's such thing as like real fear and like fake fear. Right. And like the real fear is like, if you're in danger, right. Like you're not just going to do something that is going to put you in danger, but like most of our fears are just imagined in our minds. And the reason why I've found that to be so true is because we're most scared of the thing that we know is going to push us and challenge us the most to grow. And so if you, if you don't feel fear towards it, then it probably doesn't mean anything to you. And it's so much easier for people to go after something that they don't really care about and fail at it and say, well, I didn't really care about it in the first place than to go after what they really want. Because then if they failed that, you know, imagine how painful that would be. Well, and that, I think that goes back to just the big picture thinking that we've already hinted at multiple times. And now this is a great example to reinforce it is guys, like you got to embrace the suck. I mean, it was a term that we used in firefighting a lot. It's like, guys, like embrace the freaking suck, dude. Like yeah. life is a lot of sucks in it. Let's just be real. Okay. I mean, 
okay, going back to our point where we casually kind of threw out there the whole Vegas thing. I mean, for years, Las Vegas has been the, uh, I don't know what you want to call it, like the debauchery city where like, oh man, like you go there to be misbehaving. And after you and my weekend together, we created all this positive and powerful change within us, within new connections we made there, within charities and foundations that we got to discover from the speaker, Claire, and her Claire's Place Foundation. Shout out to Claire's Place Foundation. I will be tagging this in the show notes because she's awesome. At 20 years old, almost dying seven freaking times thanks to cystic fibrosis. There's your plug. Check them out. Um, but uh, we already had so much powerful influence, powerful change, powerful conversations like you and I, like running into each other and boom, creating fireworks in the networking lounge. And then coming together today, less than a week later, like seizing the day, carpe diem, all this shit. And then all of a sudden, bam, some kind of psycho decides to open fire from a 32nd floor of Mandalay Bay and mow down 59 people dead and 500 people injured. Now, the average person who has not spent the time developing themselves like you and me would sit there and like lie in this period of depression. And all I thought about was freaking literally carpe diem on my flight back. I'm like, I think I might've passed out from like 30 minutes from exhaustion only because I hadn't slept uh, because I decided to take that last minute red eye. Like I left one hour before that guy fired. I was literally at the airport and they grounded the plane as that dude's opening fire. And I'm like, what the hell's going on? Like, I don't even know what's going on. And I know that 30 people that I've already met with had on the podcast show, Cole freaking, I haven't got a grant on yet, but all these people are in Mandalay Bay and I'm watching all this shit go down. And I'm like, one thing to hit my brain, I felt guilty that I wasn't there. And I'm not, I'm, not a, I'm not special forces, I'm not police. I can't explain what was going through my head, but maybe it's because of me being a past firefighter and I can thank that life-changing experience. And yeah. maybe getting, and, and, and rewiring me chemically or hormonally. Like I'm literally, you can't see what my hair is like standing up on my freaking arm right now. But it's like, I thought about it, like, man, I felt guilty because I wasn't there. And then you see over the next 24 or 48 hours, photographs, videos of people shielding their fellow mankind, fiancés, girlfriends, a guy uh, covering up innocent children there just to enjoy life and enjoy music because some psycho decided to go crazy. I don't know, man. Like I, I just I just needed to get that out because I, I feel like it's our duty to at least talk about this and come come at it from your and my mindset. And I know you've got something powerful to talk about this as well. I just needed to kind of get that conversation open. Yeah. I did not want this show to end without us reflecting on this. Absolutely. And I mean, um, you inspired me to do a video about this because you did a Facebook Live uh, about this like a couple of days after, right? I oh, no, I did a freaking Facebook Live. But I was literally, here's the scary part. The first Facebook Live I did was in the airport before I watched the news. Like I was, record, I was recording positive reflections of what we had accomplished at Thrive Make Money Matter first. Okay. And then I shared that to our Make Money Matter community. Yeah. Then, as soon as I landed in in uh, Allentown, Pennsylvania, that morning, because I took 11:30 p.m. flight out of Vegas, so I didn't get in until I don't even know, like 9:30 or something ridiculous East Coast time. It's, it was a long night. Um, I don't know. Everything's very foggy still from that night because no sleep. Uh, yeah. But I, as I'm walking out through the che- the security checkpoint, I went in right into Facebook Live, and I just started like, you know, I'm I'm going to work, bro. Like I'm not gonna. Go. I, I literally went home. Hopped in a shower, 
I was at home for 25 minutes, showered, changed, got back in my car and went to my client's office to go crush out some marketing initiatives for them. Like later, like the later that day, she was surprised I even showed up because she knew I was in Vegas. And I'm like, no, because, and I did it. That's right. I did that video on disruption, the power of disruption. Yeah, that's the one I saw. Yeah. And yeah. that's what I figured that's what you were talking about. And everybody's yeah. like, that's what terrorism is, man. They're trying to disrupt our way of life. They want to create that one little freaking blip on the radar that freaks everybody out. And the weak, and I, and I pardon me in the way I'm going to term this, I'm, as, you as, as you as a fellow coach, I hope you spin it differently than me, but Mike, the weak-minded, and again, guys, to my listeners, I'm not trying to rip on you. I want you to build yourself stronger because I don't want you to fall into this weak mindset. But the weak-minded will fall into this woe is me shit and dwell and wallow in this and then play into this weird negative or like depressive social media, wow, wow, goo, crap. I am honoring the dead. I am honoring those that are injured. As a former firefighter and a first responder, I did it as a freaking living. So I take that shit seriously. But I also take it seriously like this is what we make of it. This is our life. If you allow that that negative disruption to disrupt your purpose and what you're trying to build in life, they won. So you need to flip that coin and take it into a positive disruption. Disrupt that negativity with positive disruption. And that was the point of that video. So I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll stop. Yeah. I know I'm ranting. I want you to jump in here. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I need I, to breathe I, anyway. <laughs> I left a comment saying like, I agreed with everything you said. And then as I said, that video inspired me to do a video about it. And I titled my video, the beauty of the Vegas tragedy, which again, like I was very clear to, you know, in the video say like, I'm not saying like my heart is like there for everyone. Like this is, this is a tragic event and it's, you know, I'm sending nothing but love and healing to everyone who is affected by it. And at the same time, similar to what you're saying, the way I view it is like, it's really just a moment to be inspired and motivated by the facts that we can use this as a reminder of how lucky we are every single day to be alive because we never know when something might happen. And so it's like people think, death is like this morbid topic. And again, this is something that I wish had never happened. And, and I, I was oh, pretty God, sure. Yeah. Like I was trying to, I was doing work the next couple of days. So I had coaching calls and stuff, but it definitely affected me. I'm a, I am a huge empath. So like, I really feel that. Um, but as you said, it's like, if you, if you allow that to allow yourself to get stuck in that, then that's what they want. That's then they win. Mm-hmm. And the key is, I think, using this, using experiences like that as leverage to be more grateful than ever, to be more inspired than ever, more committed to your purpose, and to make every day count. And, you know, at the end of the day, it was an act of of hate, whether, you know, I don't even know what the we're final- still, We're still figuring that out. Yeah, I mean, they don't, they, everybody, even his own damn brother in Florida is like, I don't understand what the hell went happened. Yeah. The dude just so, literally snapped. Whatever, it doesn't even matter. It's just the bigger picture is it was an act of hate. And the only way we ever get rid of that is through love. And by you living your purpose and doing what you are, you know, you feel that you're called to do, you know, building your, your business, making your money matter, as we talked about in Thrive, and like that's the only solution to preventing something like this from ever happening again. Not staying stuck in it, not just talking about it and 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 creating more division and more hate, but 
turning that into how can this, how can I leverage this to be more grateful than ever, to be more on purpose than ever, to be more committed than ever. Mm -hmm. I, I think it's well said because I mean, being more committed than ever, I think it reinforces the fact that, listen, it took a special commitment for 1000 people from all compared to what was last year. What was that? Like at 600? Okay. I, think, I, think, I think we averaged like 600 people in San Diego, right? So we got 600 last year. We got 1,000 people this year, all different walks of life, all different levels of finance. We had, literally, we had billionaires this year, millionaires, and then like everybody else, I like guess. And it's like, guys, like money does not define the person. Granted, if you're a person who has generated that level of wealth, you've also, hopefully, if you're especially about Thrive Make Money Matter, figured out a way to make that money matter, and you've also developed purpose along the way. And you're creating positive change in the world. And that's where part of my video's purpose was we need to create purpose behind everything we're doing. And it's okay if you want to chase those financial dreams as long as you got purpose dialed in along the way because it's going to take people like us who said, wait a minute, I could have, like me, I, was, I could have been hanging in the Finger Lakes of New York with my friend's wedding. My fiance and all of our best friends were there. I went up there on Friday night, attended the wedding, rented a separate rental car and left to get on my flight to come to Thrive because I told them I committed to this event a year ago because this has become a commitment in my life. I need to hack this. I need to figure this out. So most of the people there probably did not understand why I left. And my like, guys, number one, I booked this before this dude ever even decided to propose. So there's one, that's part of it. <laughs> like, no offense. I love you, Jared. If you ever listen to this and Beth, I love you guys. You're going to live a happy life together. Um, but uh, you know, you you only decide to propose, bro, after I already committed to thrive. So I take my first priority, which was thrive, and then your wedding second. But either way, I manned up, I showed up, I missed the first day of speakers, and I balanced life. Yeah. And this is not to toot my own horn. I'm giving our listeners an example of what people like you and myself are trying to do. We're not saying that every listener needs to go to thrive, make money matter. We're saying that you got to start at some point in your life taking a position of purpose taking something to commit to. Hell, even if it's just like the local community, maybe you're a church-going person, I'm not, but maybe it's your local ch church fundraising event that happens once a month. Commit to that. I don't care. Like, my, my, my thing, I, I'm not going to get religious, but like, I can't stand the whole, oh, I go to church every weekend and I stick money in the dish. Yeah. Dude, no offense. I, I'm, I'm probably going to piss off religious people right now, but I'm like, that's not creating change, dude. Sticking money in a dish that gets collected to help your, your church pay for its taxes and blah, 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 blah. Great. Anybody can do that, okay? Get your hands dirty. Get your feet dirty. Travel. Go to an event. Go do... I did Habitat for Humanity for a couple of years. Go. I built helped build five freaking houses. Holy shit, was that a life-changing event, man. Getting to build homes alongside of the future person that's the family that's going to own that house like because they require the person in habitat for humanity to commit hours to build their own home that was powerful that was life-changing for me that's the kind of shit that changes your mindset that changes your future and that's the kind of stuff that people like you myself and the other rest of the 1,000 people this year and I'm hoping 1,500 to 2,000 next year for thrive make money matter are trying to do it doesn't take millions and billions of people it takes a select few that are willing to start changing their mindset like you, myself, and everybody else at this event. Yeah. And that don't allow negative things like this mass shooting in Vegas to crush the positive, the powerful positive energy that came out of that event. And that's why I recorded that video. 
because I wanted to be one of the first, and there were, I wasn't the only one, but I want to be one of those first of many, like yourself, who took that fuel off the fire and said, let's fuel yeah. this one. Let's fire up this one. Let's fire up that one. And let's, I mean, honestly, you were in the same community, dude. What has been happening yeah. since, right? Every day, everybody's posting something, right? And I'm like, I'm loving it. I'm, I'm like, yes, it's like freaking contagious. That's the kind of shit. Yeah, well, that's the thing. It is. It's a great point. It's a ripple effect, right? Yeah, that, that, that's the contagion, man. That's what we need. Yeah. Not, not the, oh my God, when's the next shooter going to happen? Granted, I do not want that ever to happen. But I'm like, I don't have time to worry about that. I need to be focusing on what are we going to create today, tomorrow, the next day, a one month, you know, six months, one year, five years, 10 years from now. That's where our mindsets need to be. Stop dwelling on the shit that already happened. Again, prayers and love to the, to the 59 who have died. God, I hope no one else passes on from the injured right? The people that are still in the hospital, still recovering, the whatever. My point is that is tragic. I don't have time to worry about that right now. I got to focus on us and creating positive change for the future. And that's the kind of big picture thinkers that come to thrive like yourself, like myself and everybody else. And we weren't always this way. That goes rewind back to the beginning of this episode, right? Like we all had to start somewhere, dude. Like you eventually had to figure this out and you're only 24 dude like i love it it's like holy shit this guy's got so much more ahead of him it's gonna be awesome yeah yeah that's that's a really um great point at the end i think it's just it's what you were touching on is this ripple effect and the idea that we all do make a bigger impact than we think right that one facebook video you made inspired me to make a facebook video i don't even know maybe my video inspired someone else to make a video and it's you know wherever your listeners are whether they've started a business or they're thinking of starting a business um do not underestimate how much change you can make in this world and if you just change one person's life right to me, I show up every day from that perspective that if I just change one person's life, if I inspire one person to do one thing, to think, you know, to shift out of that negative into positive, then I, I, it gives me meaning. It gives me purpose. And, and at the end of the day, it's like, this might seem selfish or whatever, but it's like, that is the most fulfilling thing in the world, in my opinion, is knowing that you are, I think it's all, what we all want is to help and serve and do good in the world. And it's a process of learning, you know, these different tools and resources and, and, and working on your mindset every single day, surrounding yourself with more and more positive people, going to events where you meet more people like this. Um, but you got to start somewhere. That's a powerful point. What you closed out there was is the, you know, starting somewhere. Again, I think we've talked about it a couple of times on this show, but it's like, guys, like if you're lost and you don't know where to go next, reach out for help. I mean, we eventually all, at some point or another, I tell people all the time, like every good coach has a coach. If you're working with a coach or a mentor, call them out and say, listen, who is your coach or mentor? I don't need to go hire them. I just want to know you got one. Because if you're working with a coach or a mentor who doesn't have one, uh, it's probably not a good coach or mentor because that's either A, they just given up on self-development or B, they've gotten lazy or C, they feel like they know it all. All three are very scary places to be in. Yeah. You can never stop learning. I agree. Yeah. So listen, I mean, 
we should we need to bring this show to a close. We've been ramping. I, I've ran it off on a couple of things. Like you just you just really got me fired up on a lot of stuff, man. Like uh, we we're gonna have to follow up on another episode later on and get deeper into everything you're doing as well. Uh, I'm just excited to bring your name out there, bring your brand out there. Again, we're sharing the screen again to the video feed. Again, to our listeners, guys, like it it's not rocket science. Like it's his name, man. Just go to Stefano Gandini, right? Gandini. Um, double D single N. So G A N double D I N I self fulfillment coach, but it's his name.com. I'll have it all linked in the show notes. The guy's got you covered on getting inspired, getting coached. He's got success stories, which is every important piece of reference. I hinted about really screening who you're going to coach with. So if you're a millennial or somebody that really connects with a millennial generation versus myself or others that I brought on the show, you know, this might be the guy you've been waiting for. Check him out. All right, go to his website, poke around a little bit. Go to his YouTube feed, his social media feeds. Check him out. I'll have them all linked in here. As long as he provided them, I link them. Um, but that's the most important thing. Is like, I think you and I today <laughs> have really hinted strong on this, bro. Like, it's about taking action, and eventually you reach a point where, put up or shut up, dude. You got to do something. Call somebody, email somebody, Facebook message somebody, LinkedIn message them. I don't care how the hell you reach out to him, myself, or anybody else. Just start taking action and stop playing the woe is me crap because I don't have the patience for it. I don't know where you want to be on that. <laughs> oh, I, I think it's that's a really great place to end. I mean, I know especially for people who might be at that beginning stage, it's like you're starting to realize that there's maybe something more for you. Maybe like you don't have to do things the way you thought you always had to do it, the way you were taught, the way that 95% of the world is doing things, but you don't know where to go. I know it feel it can feel like you're alone, but you're not. You just have to find the right people. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, if anyone is listening to this, you know, they've resonated with what I've said and, you know, they need someone to, to talk to, like reach out to me. I'm always like willing to talk to people. Um, you know, I only have very limited spaces to work with people one-on-one, but I'm happy to, you know, start a conversation with someone and, and give my, you know, feedback to anyone who's looking for some support. So, um, yeah, if you find my, my links in the show notes, like definitely hit me up. Facebook is usually where I'm at, but I'm on Instagram and, you know, contact. Oh, don't me. worry. Every time I air one of my co-hosts, you guys get blown up across Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, email list. Yeah. I, I honor all of my co-hosts, but I will tell you, cause we do have to bring this in the end. Cause I got to sneak in a couple of tips on the YouTube video for you off air, just between you and me. We talked about at the beginning of the show here before I bring on the next guy, but, um, okay. I always honor the closing of our show with the co-host having the final words. And you've kind of already plugged a lot of good stuff, but this is your chance to go big picture, right? Behind everything else you're doing, because what you may say today is probably going to change five years from now, hell, even a year from now, but right now, everything you're doing, in in a final word message, like what's the big picture behind the purpose and what you're doing? What is the final message you want to leave behind to our audience that really they forget everything else you said on the show? Hey, man, this is who you are. This is what you're trying to do. This is what you want to be remembered by. Mm, that's a powerful question. I would that's say my job. <laughs> what I want is for people to know that they can do whatever it is that they want to do. Whatever fears they have about other people, what they think other people think about them, whether they think they, they're capable of doing it or not, they're afraid of failure, whatever the, the stories are, if you have some desire to create something for yourself. If you have a, any kind of vision whatsoever, you don't need to be specific, right? I can help you. Other people can help you find the way, get more clear on your path. But if you feel 
called to do something greater, something bigger than yourself. Listen to that calling. There's a reason why you feel that. It's not just random. I believe that we are given inspiration, any inspiration, any hunch. We talked about this earlier. I believe that that comes from something greater than us. And to deny that, to get stuck in your head and talk, come up with all these excuses why you can't, you are denying the reason you were put on this earth. You are denying your purpose and you're denying yourself of living a truly fulfilling, authentic and purpose-driven life. Boom. That's a drop micer right there. I love that. Airdrop. <laughs> Hang hang tight. I want to give you a proper goodbye to our listeners, guys. Again, that's one of our latest and powerful co-hosts. Thanks to the power of Thrive Make Money Vatter. So make sure you check him out at stefanogandini.com. Again, we've plugged him like crazy. He'll be in the show notes. But again, this is what we're all about, guys. So check him out in the show notes. Visit lilyfield.com. Follow stefanogandini.com. And as I always say before in all the prior shows, Keep living a fired up epic life, and we'll talk to you guys again soon. Hey there, Live the Fuel fans. Quick commercial break. Uh, before we close out the episode, just wanted to give you some extra tips and tricks before we send you on your way. So again, thank you again for listening to the Live the Fuel show. I hope you got a lot out of this recent episode. Uh, more importantly, please subscribe to this show if you haven't subscribed yet. Stay in touch. Get me some feedback. Submit a review on iTunes or Stitcher. And get us yet the voice of you, the listener, so we can build this content back into the show and make sure that I'm actually taking you, the listener, into this uh, design and future future as Live the Fuel grows. So again, subscribe, submit a review, stay in touch. Heck, on that point, go visit livethefueltank.com. Livethefueltank.com. That will take you to the link to our private Facebook group community where you can join and I can stay more in touch with you going forward outside of the podcast world. All right, last quick little piece here for you guys, some extra value. One, Go to livethefuel.com main page. You'll see on there we have our free resources guide. If you are looking for free content and not having to pay for it, consider getting on my email list. You click on the button, send me my copy, get your Super 7s resources guide. There's over 21 of my favorite online resources that I built into this little uh, electronic guide for you guys. There's no cost. It'll just be emailed to you just by hopping on my email. Again, just thank you for listening. I want to give you some value. Uh, Second piece of my little extra nuggets of knowledge, if you want to call it this, is go to the resources section on the site. In there, I have three columns, health, business, lifestyle. And two, right off the bat that I want to make sure you guys are taking advantage of is number one, eatpillynuts.com. And number two, villacapelli.com. Their logos are on the site. You got a big bowl of nuts there. And you got a cool big V Power V logo. Both of those, if you use the discount code FUEL, F-U-E-L, you will get 10% off at checkout. So take advantage of that, please. And thank you. And more importantly, there's other companies linked on there. Uh, My nutritional and health alignment with Isogenics since 2010. Uh, The Pure Vitamin Club company for their kick-ass magnesium B12 and an awesome multi-cap. There's some additional business resources on there. Number one, Singularis IT. I go mountain biking and road cycling with the founder. This is a legitimate IT company. I don't care where you are in the world. You can use their services. We're talking about serious white glove level services. I've moved all of my IT solutions over to them, and I outsource them regularly for any future and onboarding clients down the road. And lastly, but not leastly, David Studio. If you have no clue who this guy is, guess what? He is my new audio engineer. This is the guy I've been having making it happen behind the scenes. I found him through the Fiverr world. So if you search for David 
D-A-V-I-D studio on Fiverr, you can track this guy down. But guess what? He's also on the Upwork platform. He's on the People Per Hour platform. You can search for him through his real name. I've never literally physically met this guy or talked to him in person. We have been just met through the online world. But if you search for E-M-I-N, that's I believe pronounced Emin, and uh, Fikik, which is F as in Frank, I-K-I-C, you can search for him in Upwork people per hour. Oh, more importantly, just go to Fiverr like I did. But if you are a podcaster or somebody just looking to get quality audio engineering, this is your guy. So again, guys, I'll let you get back to your day. Thanks again for listening to Live the Fuel. We'll talk to you guys again soon. Thank you for listening to Live the Fuel. Visit us at livethefuel.com. Stay connected on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and more at Live the Fuel. Live the fired up epic life. Hashtag Live the Fuel.